Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you want to buy a home or refinance your current home, Rocket can. Gary Gore, 1960, tweets in, It wasn't just shoeless Joe Jackson who threw the World Series. And they threw the World Series to get back at their owner because they were woefully underpaid. Like, I don't want to get into the merits of the Chicago uh, White Sox at the time, the Black Sox scandal, but uh, all I'm saying is that it's, uh, you know, it's funny to me <laughs> that that he would be the guy <laughs> that's in the cornfield and that, you know, like A-Rod would be the guy calling the game in the cornfield and all that. Like, yeah, you know, that just shows you the part of the uh, culture of the game, if you will, throughout its history. In baseball, uh, I said today I, I wasn't going to talk about certain things, and I'm not going to spend much time on them, um, because I, I feel I have a sense, and I, I like to think my my sense is pretty good on these things. That that people are just a little uh, tired, a little fed up, a little angry, um, a little full of anxiety and the like right now. And there are times where I, I see sports as the respite from that. Like I, I feel like. You do a, you know, you have to 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 know the audience, know what topics are going to work, and and look, there's certain topics I could, when I, I like to say when ESPN meets CNN, those topics always are going to work, they always generate conversation, but I don't feel like fighting with people today, and and I know people are a little tired and and I think a little worn down, and and so I was trying to offer some light fare today, some a light menu, light fare. Sports movies, Field of Dreams. You know, you can call me a terrible person for not having seen Field of Dreams. And I want to say that I um, truly, I truly hope everybody out there is doing well. Everybody. No matter where you're from, no matter who you are, your background, what have you. I hope that your choices, whatever. I hope that you're doing well. Sincerely. I mean that. Uh, I know it's been a tough time for a lot of people, so trying to spread some positivity. But I I saw a couple of pieces of news that I I think are are worth sharing, and they are relevant to, you know, where we are in in current times. One was when it comes to NFL vaccination rates, um, and that almost – the you know the the numbers in that sport are are ticking up and ticking up and ticking up as, as far as the number of vaccinations which is if you're a good you know 
just a good thing in general. But if you're an NFL fan, I think a very good thing. It's one of those reasons I said um, before that I think people are excited about this football season because they believe it's on schedule, right? Like it's not going to, you know, the preseason is happening. Their fantasy football draft is happening. Um, that they don't think that the, the season is going to be canceled. But all 32 NFL teams now have an above 75% vaccination rate. That according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. 28 teams are above 85%. 25 teams are above 90%. And 15 teams are above 95%. So the NFL um, is leading the way in many ways in that regard. A lot of it has to do with their policies. It's one of the reasons why when Kirk Cousins came out and said what he said about not being vaccinated or, or Lamar Jackson, uh, despite his, his second bout with COVID, wasn't sure on the vaccination, you can actually, like, w- without getting into the public health benefit um, debate, or not debate, but the public health benefit messaging, talk about how it affects the football team, Right. Because we, we know that the, the um, standards for vaccinated players versus unvaccinated players is very different, even for those who test positive. If, if you're vaccinated and test positive, I think you just need like two negative tests within a 24-hour period to come back. Um, if you're unvaccinated and you test positive or even have an exposure, you're gone 10 days, period. Right? Like So by being unvaccinated, you are more likely to be away from your team, just as a matter of fact. And the, the, the threats uh, that the NFL has made, you know, as far as forfeiting games for va- uh, outbreaks, you know, amongst unvaccinated players where there won't be enough players to field a, um, a roster. And then that would cut the paychecks for both teams. So there's a lot of things in just the cut and dry nature of what the NFL has done with their policies for getting any personal viewpoints that in a way, put pressure on you, I would say, as a teammate to get vaccinated. And for a quarterback, they've always been looked at as the leaders on the field, right? In that leadership position, you could make the argument, and I don't think it's an unfair one when you look at the the trends of the number of vaccinated players in the NFL, that it's a leadership decision as well as a quote-unquote personal decision. And yes, whether to get vaccinated at its absolute simplest form is a personal decision. That is your choice. It's your right as an American to choose what you want to do there, whether you want to put it in your body or not. But personal choices also impact others. And in the NFL, it has to do with the rest of your team as well. And then the other piece of news I saw just now was the Barclays Center um, is requiring vaccinations to enter and, and I, I could see that being a, a trend especially in the indoor arenas obviously because of the transmission possibilities outdoors versus indoors but I, I make that you know I noticed that one in particular because that's the arena I go to most often I mean it's the arena I've been to several times since you know after COVID obviously I didn't go anywhere like a lot of people for a long time especially to big crowded events the first one I went to in return was a Nets playoff game I went to three Nets playoff games uh, at Barclays Center being a, a Nets fan 
and um and you know just wanted to be in that atmosphere i went to game seven of the the bucks net series uh best game i've ever been to but barclay center has announced that they have a new vaccination policy and here here's the um Exact statement. In accordance with the mandate recently announced by New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, we will soon be requiring all employees and guests at Barclays Center to be fully vaccinated. Beginning Monday, September 13th, individuals ages 12 and up will be required to show proof of at least one vaccine dose. We have heard from our fans that requiring vaccination is important to them, and we want to provide the safest possible environment for all employees and guests at Barclays Center. So, you know, I I could see that fan base um, feeling way safer, more comfortable. Um, with everybody vaccinated, like I think would be the case for, for many people out there. So I, like I said, I, I, I do think people are a little fed up and a little at the end of their rope and a little frustrated and, and all that, those things. So I didn't want to get too heavy on today's show. I, I did want to offer the lighter fare menu, but I, I thought those were uh, nuggets of information worth sharing and, and, you know, the policies of teams and arenas and all that is going to come into question. I, you know, support vaccination, and uh, and I think it's businesses' rights, just like it's your individual right to decide whether or not to do it. It's businesses' rights, employers' rights, all that to to have policies in place that, you know, like I've said before, decisions have consequences. Personal choices do impact others. Eight five five two one two. 4227. And I just want to live life again, man. I just want things to go on. I, 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 I'm tired too. <laughs> you know? And that's the best way uh, to, to, for the most people to feel the best about and be the safest uh, about continuing and going forward and, and living life and, and pushing through. 855-212-4227 at Robin Lundberg on Twitter. That's R-O-B-I-N-L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G. You know, there's one other thing this week that uh, got a lot of attention, and that was a tweet that the Dallas Cowboys sent out from their Twitter account about Dak Prescott and an MRI. And this is why messaging is so important, and the way you say things um, can make all the difference in the world. Because the Cowboys, I have to find the, the tweet, but they put out this ridiculous tweet that said something like, it's not a setback, it's no reason to worry, but Dak Prescott is is having uh, another MRI. And here's the thing. I saw so many jokes after that about how that's like the way you would preface, you know, telling your your parents that you crashed the car. (laughs) You know? Um, (laughs) In fact, I I have a... uh, Real quick aside that get brought up because I made it. I I had to to break the news about something stupid I did last week. We had a party at our house, and um, uh, my sister in law's boyfriend is here, and he has this like sick car, like a uh, little car, like the kind of car you'd see on. I'm not a car guy, so I don't I don't understand. Um, but he has the kind of car that you'd see on like comedians and cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld and I'm going out speaking of coffee I'm going out to get coffee and somebody had parked in our driveway and I have we have a minivan with all our kids so I'm I'm backing out around the car in the driveway and somehow all the measures that are built into cars nowadays the back cams and the beeps 
didn't register with me. I didn't hear them or whatever. I was too focused on getting around this other car. And I, I don't know. I was trained to look in rearview mirrors and the like. So I'm looking in the rearview mirror. But this car is so low to the ground, I don't see it between the height of the car and the fact that we got the car seat in the back. And I, like, don't have my foot on the gas. It's not that situation. I'm not, like, flying it. But there's not that much space in the road between the curb on the other side and our driveway. And I'm in this big minivan. And I, I hear a... And I'm thinking, did I hit their trash can or something? And I was like, oh, no, it's his car. And so I get out and I assess the damage. And then I have to go be a man about it and go in and, and say what happened. So, you know, that's that's a hard message to communicate, right? Like, that's not something you want to have to share. It's not information you want to have to share, especially at a party. So when Dak Prescott is having an MRI, you know, it's not information that I'm sure the Cowboys are thrilled to share, but messaging is important. So when they say, it's not a setback and it's not a reason to worry. The first thoughts that are coming into your head is it is a setback and it is a reason to worry. Why else are you saying that? If it wasn't, just do it. Then I read the actual story and I think, you know, it reads more to me and I might be wrong. Maybe the injury is worse than, than we know. But it reads to me like an update on a repair. You know, check it out. Like, I was talking about the Barclays Center. I, I, I followed the Nets very closely this year. A lot of MRIs with the Nets this year. A lot of them. Because of the hamstrings with Kevin Durant and James Harden. So they would get an MRI to assess the damage to the hamstring at first when the injury first happens. And then they would give you the update. All right, MRI revealed this, you know. No timetable on the return or whatever, whatever the timetable was. And then you'd hear a few weeks later, got another MRI. Not because it had gotten worse necessarily, just to see where they're at. <laughs> you know, see where the healing is at. So the reading the actual story, you know, Dak Prescott says he doesn't mind playing in the pre preseason. He'll play on September 9th. He'll move forward. He won't think about this again. All that. He's on a little bit of a pitch count at the moment. But, you know, if they're giving him another MRI, it could be just doing their due diligence, given he had an injury. They checked it out once. They've done their um, medical recommendations based on, on that. And now they want to see what it looks like, how it's healing. But because they tweet out, it's not a setback and it's not a reason to worry, People assume it's a setback and a reason to worry. If you had just said Dak Prescott to have precautionary MRI to, um, you know, see the to update the status of his uh, shoulder strain, or to get the you know results of the healing on his shoulder strain, that reads a lot better to me than it's not a setback and it's not a reason to worry. Because I bet you all the Dallas Cowboys fans who are listening to me right now thought immediately when they read that it is, it is a setback and it is a reason to worry. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. At Robin Lundberg, 
on Twitter. That's R-O-B-I-N-L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G. Are you worried about Dak Prescott? I mean, Dak Prescott, talk about a guy who's been talked about a lot, you know, between playing a game. Between the contract and the injury and, and now and where he ranks in the NFL. Had him uh, at number seven on my top ten quarterbacks list is where I had Dak Prescott, which I think is is fair. I think that's right. He's he's like almost like strangely polarizing for no reason. It's the Robin Lundberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Robin Lundberg Show. How interesting are the Dallas Cowboys? 855-212-4227. Dak Prescott, you know, his injury status. It's not a setback. It's not a reason to worry. But he's having another MRI, which I wouldn't view as a setback or a reason to worry if it wasn't framed and prefaced by it's not a setback and it's not a reason to worry. They're also in hard knocks on HBO, obviously. I just wonder sometimes with the Cowboys, like, is the coverage in line with the interest? Where, where, you know, there, there are a lot of Cowboys fans out there. There's no question. You know, America's team and all that. But I've even seen it in New Jersey, right? Like, once they started, uh, I don't want to say getting good again because they haven't, like, been, you know, this was a team that was great in the 90s and hasn't seen a heyday like that since. But um, once they started winning games again, you saw their fans just pop up out of nowhere. I had no idea. Like, you know, like they were gremlins who got wet after midnight. Like, boop, 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 boop. Start popping up everywhere. Dallas Cowboys fans. And I wonder if, like, you know, non-Cowboys fans feel like too much time is spent talking and discussing the Dallas Cowboys. And do they care as much? But maybe that's why Dak Prescott is as polarizing as he is for someone who really shouldn't be polarizing. Like, there's very few things that are polarizing about Dak Prescott, right? Like, objectively a good quarterback, uh, seems to handle himself very well, seems likable. I I know a lot of people came away from Hard Knocks liking him even more. Who saw that? So it has to be the Cowboys effect. And there's no other explanation for why you know, he generates a level of, um, you know, hysteria around him that, that he tends to, that, that brushback, you know, Dak Prescott is, um, I mean, I, I hear people act like he's overrated or some sort of bum way more than is in line with his actual performance where I think he's, you know, Obviously, a top ten quarterback in the NFL. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Talked about whether Mac Jones should take over for Cam Newton. I believe he should. I think that Mac Jones will be the starter in New England come Week One. I'm a fan of Cam. I, I think Cam is and was one of the um, most individually impactful players in the NFL. You know, they were completely, the Panthers were completely reliant on what he w- was able to do and his physical running style. But eventually, the way he played, as physical as he, he did play, caught up to him. And he's been more Cam Kent than Super Cam in recent years. And I, I just think he's too limited now. And New England fans are ready to turn the page and move into the next phase 
uh, of that franchise's history. So uh, I just think the writing's on the wall, and it's pretty inevitable. You know, Mac Jones looked good in that preseason action, nothing mind-boggling, but he certainly looked like he was comfortable, and he certainly looked like he could run that offense on schedule. So I think that, that Mac Jones should be the starter week one. Also talked about um, me not having seen Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams, the game the other night, the whole event, the experience, I thought it was awesome. You know, the, the presentation, the game itself. John Carlos Stanton almost having his Yankee moment and then not having it because Tim Anderson had his moment. One of the coolest baseball moments in a long, long time. Just that even the, the footage of him rounding third base, you know, celebrating with the cornfields in the back and the lighting as it was, it's just dope. And that's cool. But I had never seen the, the, you know, it worked. It's one of the one times baseball has, uh, it's one of the times baseball has played to that nostalgic and, and played to that history and that pastime aspect of it. And it really worked. I mean, it couldn't have been more successful for them. But I get the references. I just had never seen Field of Dreams. So I, I had asked whether that made me uh, a bad person. At 855-212-4227. Happy Gilmore is my favorite sports movie. Major League, my favorite baseball movie. Um, and then also talked a, a, you know, a little bit, shared some of the vaccine data that you see in NFL teams, how high the vaccination rates are, and the fact that arenas like the Barclays Center are not going to permit unvaccinated people from entering I've tried to you know stay on the lighter side today that's a topic I obviously you know I'm, I'm not afraid to talk about anything you guys know me um and that's certainly a topic I've discussed on this show especially in recent weeks as relevant as it is to sports and our all our lives uh and as important as I, I think it is but I, I did get the sense um that people were a little fed up this week. And the so, Bills announced, you know, a couple months ago that they're only going to have vaccinated fans at their games this year. Well, I, look, I I think it's the right thing to do. It makes people feel safe it, and it is safer. I mean, one, it, it is safer, you know, just, just that's the number one reason. And then two, it also makes people feel safer because it is safer. Uh, and and, you know, as, as much as I I respect your personal liberties and your personal choice and your rights. People have a, a weird definition of rights because the, the rights don't extend to what a business will do or what a football team will do or what a restaurant will do or how a neighbor will think about it or any of those things. Personal choices affect other people. Choices have con All choices have consequences, right? Doesn't mean you don't have the choice. No one's taking away the choice. It just means, like the NFL did with their policies, they're going to make it a lot harder on you based on your choice. And I don't think that's the wrong tact. In fact, I think it's the right tact for the betterment of all of us, not from just a health standpoint, but a wealth standpoint when it comes to the economy, from a life standpoint when it comes to living life, going out, breathing, seeing, touching. And that's where I think some of the anger comes from, to be quite honest. It's people like, come on! 855-212-4227. Let's go to Paul in Wisconsin. Paul, you're on the Robin Ludberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, how you doing? What up, Paul? Um, uh, so first-time caller. So between the vaccination and Dak Prescott. So first I'll start with Dak Prescott. 
Okay. The reason they're talking about his MRIs is because there's nothing else to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, people have to make news so there's something to talk about. Athletes have MRIs like we have x-rays. You know what I mean? Well, no, they don't. They have them way more often than we have x-rays. I don't just go no, have x-rays. You, but <laughs> they they like, have MRIs like we have uh, – I'm trying to think of what would be a, a comparable thing. Like, uh, the, you know, it's, 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 they're, they're high-end, top-level, hundreds of millions of dollars invested in them. Of course they're going to do that. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't necessarily mean it's news, like you said, with, with the Nets. I mean, you know – if he does jumping jacks, is it going to blow out his hamstring? You know what I mean. Yeah. Like, but they're getting an update so I, on the injury. Heal the the state the status of his shoulder and how well it's healed. It's the problem. I again, I think the problem is their tweet. It's not a setback. It's a, it's almost like somebody was scared to 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 just tell people the truth. And, so, and also, I'm not so worried about his shoulder. Did you see? Looks like you might be breaking up a little bit, man. Sorry. Um, the MRI interfering with your signal <laughs> at the moment. You're listening to the Robin Lundberg show. As you can tell, we're about to talk a little NFL. I'm a moron before the break. I said something about college football. I looked at the schedule wrong. Uh, we'll talk a little college football coming up in the next hour, but right now we are focusing on the pro variety and to do so, I'm joined by Tyler Dunn, founder of go long and, and Tyler, I, I was sort of just uh, mockingly discussing the the Dak Prescott situation. Not that I, you know, m- not his injury. I obviously I hope he's okay, but the the way that the Cowboys framed the MRI, because to me, if they had just said he's having a follow up MRI to check out, you know, the the status of his shoulder and how it's healing, okay, cool. I mean, athletes have MRIs all the time, but the fact that they said it's not a setback, it's not a reason to worry, makes people think the opposite. It's just the the, the way it was presented. <laughs> it absolutely does. I mean, I, it was really strange to see a team itself put out a report. I mean, I guess you'd call it a report on their starting quarterback in that fashion. So, yeah, when, when, when somebody tells you not to worry, often it does mean you should worry a little bit. And, I mean, we all saw hard knocks, and, and we all know what Dak Prescott's been through. I don't know, like, you know, all these bones, all these joints, everything's connected one way or another. So, to me, it's yeah, absolutely reason to worry, especially if you paid him all that money. So no, no surprise that they've kind of been shutting him down for what about two plus weeks? I guess they're going to ease him back. He threw a little bit during warmups uh, before that Arizona game. Yeah, they, hopefully, for his sake, he's okay health wise. But there's, there's enough red flags here to kind of make you at least scratch your head. Yeah, I mean, I, I brought up the I, I follow the Nets closely, and, and Durant and Harden had had like MRIs in their hamstring. And then that would assess where what their status was as far as recovery. And then they'd have MRIs in the midst of that to see where they were at. So it wasn't that alarming that he'd have an MRI to me uh, other than, you know, if it was all fine, he felt great. Maybe they didn't need an, an MRI. But I, I just found the, the framing to be funny. But obviously quarter, quarterback's always the story this time of year. I saw you wrote a story about the, the Saints quarterback situation. You believe that Jameis Winston should be the guy there? I do. I, I kind of like this this marriage between Jameis Winston and Sean Payton. And, you know, obviously the last time we saw Jameis Winston, he threw 30 interceptions. It, it, was, it was bad. But he also threw 5,000 yards. He also threw 
33 touchdowns. He also played through a torn meniscus and a broken thumb. I mean, he, he is as tough as it comes at the quarterback position. And a- after speaking with him, I guess it would have been last offseason when nobody really wanted him as a starter, and then talking to those close to him this offseason, I think he genuinely kind of went through this, this personal self-reflection. He, he needed a year to, to not play, to not start, and to really rewire his, his quarterback brain in a sense and get around better coaching, get around better quarterbacks. He's never had a year. Uh, his, his trainer, um, Otis Leverett, called it like a personal autopsy. He's never had that chance to really study his own game and his own life. So I, I think that Sean Payton being a future Hall of Famer, maybe the best quarterback, coach in the game today drew Brees, all the records that he retired with it could only help Jameis winston and anybody who saw the saints last year i mean they won 12 games in spite of drew Brees. he was not good i mean he was pretty shot by the end of it so everything you're hearing out of saints camp with Jameis winston just dropping dimes 50 yards downfield it's going to open up the playbook i think this offense could theoretically be better with Jameis winston than drew Brees. What does that mean for Taysom Hill, or does he go back? You know, in, in that, uh, in the way you're envisioning it, or does he go back to his quote, like almost gadget role? Where, or, or do they even consider playing two quarterbacks more than most teams, obviously, would ever consider doing that? You know, everything I'm hearing is, is that Winston is in the driver's seat; that, that he'll be the the starting quarterback there. Um, but I think there will be a role for Taysom Hill. I, I mean, obviously, Sean Payton really, really loves using Taysom Hill in all these different unique ways. So I think he'll keep doing that and maybe ramp it up a degree. And I don't know if it'll be a full-fledged two-quarterback system, but, I mean, we'll probably see him play a drive here and there just to keep the defense off balance. I mean, they, they do totally different things, whereas Jameis Winston is going to be able to, you know, rock at a throw 60 yards downfield in stride. Jason Hill's probably, you know, making that receiver stop at his tracks to catch that pass. They're not going to call those plays for Taysom Hill, but he can run the option. He can do some pistol stuff. They'll mix in Taysom Hill one way or another, and they're going to have to because you know this Michael Thomas ankle situation. Even if him and Sean Payton kind of seem coming out, and it seems the, the Yahoo report suggested they are, he's not going to play for a while. So you need as many weapons as you can get on that on that offense. So they'll use Taysom Hill absolutely. Robin Lundberg talking to Tyler Dunn, founder of Go Long here on CBS Sports Radio. What about the the situation up in New England? You know. I don't want to overreact to a preseason game, and, and I don't think Mac Jones was like wildly impressive or anything like that, but I, I did think he showed a command uh, of the offense and, mm-hmm. and maybe has a dimension that, that current Cam Newton doesn't have as a passer. Accuracy was never Cam's strongest suit, but uh, arm strength and accuracy seem to have been affected by injury. You know, I, I used to think he was one of the most impactful players in the league, but injury attrition... Uh, you know, we're not talking about just last year. You're, you're now talking about several years running seems to have, the way I put it, uh, turned Super Cam into Cam Kent. Uh, and and the, the Patriots fan base just seems ready to turn the page because he was already a, a transitional quarterback. To me, I, I don't see the point of waiting if you actually believe in, in, in Mac Jones and, and that he should probably be, and, and I think he will be, the Patriots starter week one. What do you think of that? Yeah, I think that he will be sooner rather than later. I mean, when you take a quarterback, what, 15th overall, they probably would have taken him higher if they had to. He's going to play. I mean, Cam Newton kind of is Cam Newton at this point. He was historically bad as a passer last year. He can run around. Um, 
do different things. It's just a totally different playbook for each quarterback. It'll be a totally different game plan for each guy. You're not going to call remotely the same plays that you would for Cam Newton that you would Mac Jones. So I would think they have a plan in place, you know, and, and that plan would mean Mac Jones is your starting quarterback at some point because the, the talent disparity is just going to be evident for everybody. But I don't know, man. I mean, I, I feel like Mac Jones, we've seen Mac Jones. Right? We, we, we've seen the, the, the Kirk Cousins, the Matt Ryan, the pocket passer type. I, I just look at what, where New England was and, and where San Francisco was this offseason. Kind of the same boat, right? Like they, they both think they've got rosters that can win that were just hit hard by injury last year. One team with Kyle Shanahan, they trade three firsts and a third to go get a potentially special dude in Trey Lance. Big arm, athletic, might run for 1,000 yards. It's a huge gamble, but they went all in. And then the Patriots, they kind of played it safe at quarterback. They kind of took a quarterback we've seen before while spending like crazy at all these other positions on tight ends and pass rushers. So I feel like it's a quarterback league, and you've got to be a team willing to have the guts to do what Kyle Shanahan did. Feel like the 49ers, we're going to see them win in the Super Bowl before we see the Patriots win in the Super Bowl. That's the two mentalities of the two teams. Well, I, you know, look, I, I don't necessarily completely disagree, uh, but the timeline is different, right? And, and where mm-hmm. do you see the timeline on, on Trey Lance? Because he does feel like he's more in the mentee role than, than some of these other guys. Maybe. I, and that's what they're selling us, right? I mean, at every opportunity – you think Jimmy Garoppolo was, you know, part Joe Montana, part Steve Young. But I, I feel like Trey Lance is just so freaking talented, and they're seeing it day in and day out, that they're just trying to temper the expectations a little bit. They they know what they have. And, and Kyle Shanahan absolutely is going to want to use Trey Lance in that offense where, I mean, you've got all this speed, and you can unleash it in all these different directions, whether it's Trey Sermon, whether it's Brandon Ayuk, whether it's Debo Samuel. They can get him going left and right all over the damn place. So they're going to want to use that, and they're going to want Trey Lance to be the quarterback pilot piloting that. I, I would be just shocked if they waited too long. And, and Jimmy Garoppolo kind of – he is in that mold. He is in that Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan, you know how far he's going to take you mold. One pass to Emmanuel Sanders, man. It's going to be in the back of Kyle Shanahan's mind every day. They're going to go to Trey Lance. I, I, if not week one, I would think a couple games into the season. Well, look, I mean, it, it, I, I'm with that line of thinking, right? I, I guess the only like um, the only argument against it is Patrick Mahomes, right? Because like, you go, all right, when's the last time a guy sat out? Oh, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> he yeah. sat out. He learned yeah. from – Alex Smith, then he comes in and he's the best quarterback of all time. But you know, uh, in general, you, you got these guys play them. It, it's not you know nineteen eighty nine anymore. I mean that if you believed in them enough to select yeah. them and draft them, you know why would Zach Wilson be ready to play if Trey Lance ain't? Totally agree, man. It's 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 kind of strange. I mean, we think Alex Smith was was really really good too, and you knew you could win with him. I. I I guess I don't view Jimmy Garoppolo in that mold, but you absolutely have to stick with Jimmy Garoppolo for a year because he's that good. If you I mean, he it, did in, in Garoppolo's scared. defense, they did make the Super Bowl with him at quarterback. Yeah, they also threw, what, like eight, eight to ten passes in the NFC Championship yeah. game and <laughs> blew a ten-point lead in the fourth quarter. I, I know we haven't seen a rookie quarterback win a Super Bowl, but if somebody can do it, it's this coach and this quarterback and – 
you know, I, I thought that Quincy Avery, um, he's, you know, the, the private quarterbacks coach, he's worked with Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Deshaun Watson, Jalen Hurts, all these guys. He put it best. He, he said that, you know, there's nothing that Trey Lance can't do that Jimmy Garoppolo can do. Well, when Jimmy Garoppolo is watching Trey Lance, he's probably thinking, well, I can't do that, I can't do this, I can't do that. So it, it, unless you're just scared of stunning development and you're worried what will happen when Trey Lance is hitting the jaw and he's got to come back in the fourth quarter and lead a comeback, situations he just wasn't in in North Dakota State. If you're just scared of that, then I, I guess you wait. But he's going to be in that moment eventually. What are you waiting for? Robin Lundberg talking to Tyler Dunn, founder of Go Long here on CBS Sports Radio. So uh, the the read I get from you then is Zach Wilson, obviously, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones are all starting this season at some point, maybe all starting by week one. I would think so. I mean, may, maybe a couple of them, you know, they've got to wait a game or two, but it's it, it's not going to be long. I mean, it, I, I, why would you? I, I don't get it. If, if, if Unless Jimmy Garoppolo has blown you away to a point where you've got to play him, unless Andy Dalton has blown you away to a point where you've got to play him, I think the locker room, well, they're, they're going to know in, inside that locker room who should be the starting quarterback. And it was kind of telling. I mean, we did a story on Trey Lance, and there's a veteran on that team who's clearly in San Francisco to win right now. Um, I was just texting with him and asked him how Trey Lance looked. It was 27 seconds later, he's texting back that this effort looks great. <laughs> he said he can see why the San Francisco 49ers gave up everything that they gave up to get him. So he's got veterans that are believing. To me, that, that, that kind of pushes it over the top. Well, one quarterback I want to ask you about who's, who's not uh, a rookie, but in, in the second year and, and made the transition into the, the starting lineup midway through last year and in a situation that's sort of similar to some of these with, with Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, being the quarterback in Miami then is, is Tua Tungavaloa. What do you expect from him? Because I, I feel like he was both harshly evaluated last year, but also now is on the, not the hot seat, but it has to prove it this season with, with the talent that they brought in at wide receiver. He does. I mean, they've got a ton of talent. Um, speed all over the place between Waddle and, and Fuller, Devontae Parker still around Mike Gusecki. I mean, gosh, Lynn Bone Jr. down there, he, I mean, he could be a factor at some point. So it, it's the whole chicken or the egg thing, right? I mean, it, it, are you are what you are as a quarterback, or can you improve like with weapons around you and coaching and, and just improving your game and being another year removed from a, a catastrophic injury like Tua Tagovailoa was? I think that the Josh Allen situation in Buffalo kind of gives everybody hope, whether you're Dave Gettleman and Joe Judge in New York with Daniel Jones or, or whether you're Miami with, with Tua. It gives you hope that, yeah, like you can do all this other stuff around the quarterback position and that quarterback can get better. right? I, I think, I think it, it has to give you hope. Now, Josh Allen might be a freak of nature in his own category, but I, I think that that's what they're hoping for. Is that what they're going to see? I don't know, man. I'm still a little skeptical. I, I know he's going to be more confident with being a year removed from that hip, but we saw what we saw, and it was a quarterback who was quite hesitant, didn't really drive the ball down the field. He's driving it down the field more in training camp, so he's trying it, right? That, that's a good thing, but I think that a lot of people are skeptical for a reason. In Alabama, we're just surrounded with five-star guys everywhere. Everything kind of comes a little easier. It's just 
not like that in the pros. Tyler, appreciate your time. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, man. Hey, thanks so much for having me, man. I appreciate you. Tyler Dunn, founder of Go Long, 855-212-4227. I mean, is he right? I, I tend to agree. I mean, I know there's the Patrick Mahomes example, but Bears fans, is there any reason to wait to start Justin Fields? Patriots fans, is there any reason to wait to start Mac Jones? 49ers fans, is there any reason to wait to start Trey Lance? I'd ask the same question to Jets fans, but, I, you know, good luck naming another quarterback on the roster other than Zach Wilson unless you follow the team closely. 855-212-4227. Do you wait and let a rookie QB learn, or is it trial by fire? What do you think? You can also hit me up on Twitter, at Robin Lundberg, R-O-B-I-N-L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G. It is the Robin Lundberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.